If you see me and you trying to say what's up. Ski. What? <laughs> hey, she taking off. No, your sister told our sister told me to do that. <laughs> she said, if you sing the lyrics, Wesley will respond At with ski. <laughs> At all times. I actually really don't like sexy red, but it's okay. Nah, don't, don't, please don't be. Don't be on yeah, the Yeah, it's haters. okay, Wesley. We need to let the people know that you're a city girl at heart. You and Drake. Don't do that. Ha <laughs> <laughs> You just... Hava. We even had the pause. We even had the cut the mic. What? Heggy, you just pissed me off. What is that new thing that people are making fun of in his new album? I, so, no. I don't... I that didn't... Fun, something like that. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. He, he had some lie about being bi because I guess he liked her, but she wanted the bros. I don't know. He had some weird line on it. What? There <laughs> is not one of the bros. No, as if he was saying like he like a girl, but like oh, the but girl is one, one of the bros. bros. So he was like saying it's like I'm bi because I like you, but you wanted a bro. I don't know. It was weird. Oh, yeah. I, I know about that line. I People were like, what, wait, what? What line are you talking about? It's a song that he's singing with. Uh, I can't remember who's in the thing, but he just comes in out of nowhere and he's like, <laughs> some for fun. I don't know. It's all over TikTok. <laughs> no, I you have to just. It's a city girl like ad lib. Don't do. Don't connect it with me though. It's back That's the so original funny. point. No, we're not doing that. I'm hella weak. What's happening, y'all? Hey, hey. We hey. started our conversation. You could just jump in. Wait, I have an actual question. Did you listen to the new album? Yeah, I like it. You like it? I like. Yeah. See, this is how I feel. I don't like it, but I really hate it. Honestly, never mind when it came out. And now, two years later, three years later, I love it. So I don't know. No way is honestly never mind years. two years old. I honestly don't know how old honestly never mind is. Yeah, don't do that again. Okay. <laughs> you funny. So something that I I realize is when I wake up and people on the internet are saying they dislike a Drake album, I'm gonna enjoy it. First listen. Honestly, never mind, I like it. Because you try to be different. You said that in the last episode. Anything everybody likes or hates, you're the op- you want to be the opposite. So the wording, we got to change that. Trying to be different says, ooh, they like it, so I have to hate it. No, I just happen to be on different frequencies than other people. I don't, I don't like know how about you. That. I don't know. That's why I take y'all so long to catch up. Because then two years later, you'll be like, oh, you know what? I see where you mm-hmm. was at. It's like, I know you weren't there before. It's okay. You know what I'm saying so know. this this album like really the the production on it is great even if you don't like the lyrics I feel like every song if this came out as an instrumental album this is one of my favorite albums of the year for sure this is my issue with the album I feel like when I listen to the whole thing each song had like the same melody and same beats but just like a little bit different it was like one of those things where they say written in different font the same sentence but written in different fonts no who says that <laughs> what you just made that? Up. So you don't know these sayings. You don't be on like I don't know. I don't know. It's a H- thing. You guys know you know the drill. Hit hit us if you've heard that before. Because <laughs> you know <laughs> that's we mentioned. We've mentioned. I've mentioned Lauren in the past two episodes. But Lauren literally reached out to me and was like, "Where has Wesley been? How does he not know about astronaut ice cream?" And I was like, "Girl, what? Like this is literally what I'm saying. Like what's happening, Lauren? Nobody know about it." Nobody, no. nobody on my, nobody in <laughs> my was network. Like, did he not go to the science center? I was like, listen, I don't know what was <laughs> happening in North County, but you don't know about astronaut ice cream. We have the International Space Station out where we at. Don't. Okay, so what happened to the ice cream? I was in the newspaper for spaceships. 
Wesley, it I was focused. This is not a competition with school. I'm asking, where was the astronaut ice cream? No, it was um for those who don't know, we from St. Louis. That was a lie. She definitely just took a jab at <laughs> county education. I just had to, you know, hit her with. I a did not come for your light. education. Don't even play. I did not come you for your did. education. You can't. I don't We're know what was happening out there in North County. No, like. I said I don't know what they doing over there, but y'all don't know about <laughs> astronaut that. ice cream. <laughs> Ask your fellow classmates if they know about it. And if they do, then it's you. If they don't, then it's North County. However, if I go on Facebook and ask my fellow classmates at the age of 30 about some (laughs) astronaut ice cream, (laughs) they (laughs) go. Listen, you don't have to go on Facebook. You stay trying to be on Facebook. I'm saying text the people that you know that you're still friends with from school. No, no, no. I know my network don't know. That's why I would have to open it up to the broad. Did any of your friends reach out to you about it? Nope, and you know they listen. I ain't heard nobody say nothing about that. I I take a survey. They didn't reach out to you because they were like, "This is really embarrassing." How does he not know about this? That's why they didn't say anything. Okay, so the reverse. I'm I'm actually alone, and they just want to make sure I'm alone. They don't want me to know I'm unsupported. What are they gonna be like? I just want to let you know I do know about it, but it's okay that you don't. Like that's hella rude. (laughs) Rather, it's better to just not text. Keep going. Anyway, okay. So I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about astronaut ice cream. I don't know about what is this phrase you said? The colors they drew. Nobody said that about no colors. What are you talking about? Crayola ass. The fault in our stars. That's what you sound like. <laughs> yeah, everywhere, all at once, at the same time. Yeah, that's what I heard <laughs> you say. Everything, everywhere, all at wait. Now that's you got what I'm me talking messed about. up. Everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. And all the time, you're hella stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a really quick story that I need to tell. It has nothing to, like, it's not related to what we're talking about. Did I tell you that I literally started a fire and almost burned down my apartment, like, a week ago? You put some foil in a microwave? So it had to do a foil, but was not the microwave. So listen, we have an air fryer. <laughs> it's very small, compact, but mighty. I put foil in the air fryer because I have some people in my household that don't clean the air fryer. So I put foil in there to separate like it's a layer of protection for my food that I put in there, you know. So I put it in there. And uh, y'all be cooking unprotected in a <laughs> in the air fryer. Y'all be having unprotected food. <laughs> You're hella stupid. Um. No, so I put the foil in there, and then I started the air fryer, and then I took the thing out, and my my bread was not toasted. It was still the same temperature. I was like, what? And then I heard, like, whoosh, like, literally sound effect, like, whoosh. And I was like, what's the whoosh? I looked ah. over. <laughs> wait, I looked over. There was a foil in the bottom part of the air fryer, and it set on fire and literally made, like, the sound effect whooshing sound. And I guess it started a fire and didn't cook my bread because, like, the air circulation wasn't the right way in the air fryer because there was foil at the bottom and foil at the top. So the air was, like, trapped. I don't know. Long story short, I started an air fryer. Uh, an air fryer. I started a fire, and I was like, oh, my God. And I looked over, and I, and I had to blow it out. So, yeah, it was scary. I was like, ooh, spooky season going a little too far. Calm down. Did you run the cooking back after that? 
Or were you like, nah, this meal, I'm going to just eat out for this meal? No, I just just ate the bread cold. I think I put it in the microwave. I was like, we're going to let the air fryer cool down for a second. Your bread was hella soft. You didn't even have to chew that much. You (laughs) know. And it was a breadstick. You know, you like your breadsticks like crunchy. Your bread was hella soft. You were just sucking on it. That's crazy. (laughs) Nobody said I was sucking on the bread. I just imagine you being old and just having bread in the corner of your mouth. You just kind of chewing on it, you know, as the day go by. Why am I like that, though? In your head like this. <laughs> Let's see what. Oh, my God. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. I'm um, Hava. <laughs> what's happening, y'all? I'm Wesley. This is clearly misunderstood where Wesley and I talk about stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you know that I always say nowadays and this the saying is nowadays? And I know that, but like, it's easy to just say it nowadays, you know? And the other day I said it and Nala was like, it's nowadays. I've let you say it the wrong way for about 10 years now. And I need you <laughs> to say it right. Yeah, it's about, I, th- I knew you would figure it out, but since you didn't, <laughs> I should let you know. But it's, I uh, know that's not the right. right saying. I just don't say it that way. And I crumbled to the floor in tears when she said that to me because I was like, never did she really focus on my words like that. Like she really, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hella funny. And she's been looking out for 10 years. Like No, really? She's like, she's like, I know that you always say this wrong. And I'm over it. Like, that's hella funny. That's funny. Um, Listen, Hava, what's up? What's up with your people? I thought I was good. This, la- this last week, Krishan and, and Blueface were back on my phone. What's... I honestly don't Jada Pinkett I'm Smith kind of over is them. back on my phone, too. Who? You know Jada and Will. The, mine too. Her I don't know. Interview. We've been. I'm kind of over both of them. They're boring. Like, if you're just I out did, here creating drama just to be irrelevant, like that's boring. You know. I did see something funny though. It was a satirical headline that was like, "This just in: Jada Pinkett Smith reveals she's never met Will Smith." I was weak. <laughs> <laughs> she just be outside talking about him. All right, this episode we are talking about dark, dark psychology and all. This is really an exploration of Hava's mind because she lives through previous serial killers. Yeah, I just like <laughs> it's so funny. A couple months ago, I was at home and our family was having a conversation about, I don't know, I think it was like gender, gender identity or something like that. And I brought up Jeffrey Dahmer hmm. and Andrew, my stepfather, was like, I knew about 10 minutes into this conversation, <laughs> she was going to bring up some serial killer. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're talking to me, just know that if it's longer than like 20, 30 minutes, a serial killer is just going to come up in the conversation. They just, I don't know. Anything we're talking about, I can find a reason to talk about them. And it, it aligns. You know, I'm not just bringing it up for no reason. No, I felt like how in school people used to always bring up like Hitler or the Roman Empire. That's kind of what you do for like a Wait, have you seen that on TikTok about how the guys think about Roman Empire or something like that? You'd be thinking about the Roman Empire? No. I don't get where that's coming from. Anyways, let's continue. Let's stay focused. That's the other side of TikTok. Okay. We'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Um, Yes, that is me with serial killers. (laughs) Yeah, you find a reference for everything. And it's impressive. Thank you. Because, like, you I know, I feel like at it's least, a hidden talent of mine. 
I like it because, I mean, it got you back reading. So it's like you can tell when you start this to talk about them. It's like, wow, she's kind of like studied. She's educated. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she really knows about them. You want to sound You want to sound studied in something. It's just, you know, sometimes we have to think about what the something is. It's like. It's like, she, okay. okay, a little dark, but she's learning, guys. She's reading. <laughs> no, I actually did not look up what I was supposed to look up. So how about you talk about how you got into true crime what's your favorite serial killer their story and i'll look up the question that we need to know and have the answer by the time you're done talking (laughs) so listen y'all i'm not the biggest like serial killer person um i just happen to like good stories the depth of the serial killer serial killer story most of them yeah i was gonna say it's the depth of the story that really kind of captures me so I didn't, I like, I'd be getting, you know, y'all know, I don't know the actors and actresses. I kind of put serial killers in that same thing. They're at, they're celebrities more than they are like criminals. Um, at least the way I look at them and I feel like the way they're portrayed. So like I got Oh my God, wait, into, can I just say a, a quick little fact? For sure. Because I'm Googling the, the answer. And the first thing I was like, when did, and I was going to say like, when did serial killers kill? And it said peak in 1970s, like I said, some in the water. There was nearly 300 known active serial killers in the U.S. in the 70s. Isn't that crazy? No, that's, that's, that's what they doing in the 70s? Like what? Yeah, they, they must concerning. have started with the, that's when the weather machines must have took flight. In. The who? The weather machines. You know, they start when you start doing stuff with the air and. Uh, and mm. uh, okay, but, uh, finish what you were saying. Yes. I was saying, y'all. Mindhunter is actually what got, I won't say got me into serial killers. Mindhunter is what piqued my interest because uh, they took the, you know, behavioral psychologist, let's examine approach versus the let's make a movie kind of glorifying it approach. It was more like let's understand. Uh, and that first episode was about that dude, Edward Kemper. Mm-hmm. Wild. Kemper, yeah. Um, the whole, like, yeah, you know, he was. Do you want to give a little spiel about Ed Kemper so that people know who you're talking, who he is? Yeah, this is, a, this is a dude, Capricorn. I feel like their zodiacs are big for these people as well. 110%. Um, like, a lot of so serial killers are Geminis and Sagittarius, and it's for a reason. He, he was, he, he been tripping for a long time, y'all. Like, he started with his grandparents. Like, he started mm-hmm. close in the family and worked his way out. Um, but they called him the co-ed murderer. So he did a lot of like killing of girls. He he was he was tripping, but it really like all started from a relationship like about him and his mother and mm-hmm. the abuse between the two and how yeah, like he he would like wear her clothes to try to like be close to her. It was it was it's it's a wild story, but he I don't know. Something that that I find interesting, right, is that serial killers, I feel like, be chilling in jail. Yes. They get in there and they be like, well, I was caught. I'm going to just sit here. Except for Ted Bundy. He stayed in jail. He always wanted parole, like, always got his parole denied. But, like, he ended up living, like, a not, I don't want to say a cool life. But you know how, like, when you're bad, when you're really good at a crime, the FBI will hire you to catch people who do your thing. Like that's kind of the life he had in prison where like it became, mm-hmm. he's the like serial killer to like gatekeep learning serial killers. Uh, 
he also happened to be as the quote unquote gay people my entrance to this whole field of life trial and tribulation (laughs) so ed kemper was your dude he was the one that was like dang these are kind of interesting well yeah because he he has like real interviews where he's just kind of like opening up as if this is like a regular topic it's like no this was my you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know when you. So what you about talk him about fascinates it. you? Like what about his story where it's like that just intrigues me? The fact that he can talk about it without any like concern. It's the weight people can carry or like how they can like put things off. Like you killed your grandparents. Then you went like on a murder spree. You get he also cut his mom's head off and had well I was gonna head. say the the main yeah it's crazy i yeah I didn't want to like I didn't even want to be on that kind of stuff too long, but he was a very gory person and he was like yeah I almost That's didn't want to answer it, it. I'll say this I'll say this I'll say this I didn't want to answer the way you asked that question because it's like I don't want to say it fascinates me I just don't like it, pulling it from no, that behind yeah, but but at things. the same time there's the serial killers that I would say I want to examine the most if I had to pick are the ones who are into dismembering because yeah. like, I don't, I don't necessarily, for me, there's something else there. Like, why there are is, you, yes. why are you wanting to, you know what I mean? Like my friend, I have plenty of friends with children who all like, right. Children like to take things apart or put things together. Right. So it's like, then when you're like, you had a bad child psychology and you get older. It's like, why are you pulling things apart? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not how you find out. Like, there's a. Yeah. So it's people like, like Jeffrey Dahmer also interest you. No, for sure. What are you doing that for? That that to yeah. me is what is. No, I, I think that including the wild. the vulgar, the vulgar um, intense dismembering facts is really important to include in the serial killer story because all of that plays into trying to break down how they think, why they think the psychology of them. So So it's like what interests me like in one more about Edward Kemper is like he, even in this disgustingness is like, they really be interested in their people and selections. But it's also like, for instance, quick story. A couple years ago, there was a serial killer in St. Louis. Everybody was texting me about it because I was in San Francisco. They were like, Hava, this person is in St. Louis. They're active, la, la, la. They were letting me know everything. I was Googling this person. And I told our demo, I was like, I think he's probably mid-30s. He's most likely black. He's probably going to get caught soon. And she was like, why? And I was like, um, well, because he's reckless and he doesn't care he's just doing it to do it and she's like why would you say that i'm like because all of his victims like six of them were killed within the past two three weeks and he was using a gun so a lot of people who are wanting to do something that's like involving emotion or lack of emotion something that's more intense they'll they won't use a gun because a gun is like a coward move you can shoot from a distance you don't really have to be that close and you can just go about your day People who stab you, strangle you. Yeah, they you have stalk to look somebody you. in the you face get close. and watch the person struggle. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's definitely intimate. So, yeah. So that's why I like when I'm learning Spoiler about Spoiler alert, y'all. 
she was dead on the like no, I, I, was, I, yeah. I witnessed this and when the profile when she texted the family group chat like the mug shot it was like no it was literally him everything that i said was exactly him and he did get caught like a week or two after i told i think on some like on the train being stupid yeah 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 so that's the day i was like maybe i should go into the fbi as a profiler in another life if i went back to school i would for sure do that and i think it would be fun because like i mean i don't really want to go in school anymore because that's like dead but like I would love to go to school to profile and be a part of the FBI because it also requires me using my body and staying active. So mm. I think that would be a lot of fun. But I didn't think about that when I was in high school. So now I'm in film. Um, and I still very much love film, so it's okay. Where do you think the, the, the dismembering or not even just that? I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, there's like a category of motifs of like serial killers, like, Mm-hmm. Like categories. is there is there one in particular that kind of like you you find more fascinating than another or like that you gravitate to as a story or a psychology so, i like people who are guys take everything that i'm saying with a grain of salt i know that i'm using words that are a little bit more lighthearted and like positive for a very dark topic but like i'm not shining light to these people what they did was really messed up i just find their stories to be interesting um and if you don't like this episode you can go to next week um <laughs> you so, can't go to next week at least right now but you certainly yeah, you can go to the week behind or watch listen to an episode you haven't listened to before um and we'll put big explicit sign on this episode <laughs> um but i find that people the people I find fo most fascinating are the ones that are like, they have a blueprint. Like people like Ted Bundy. If you don't know, Ted Bundy is like my all time most you heard it. interesting serial killer. Like I have, I've read every single book. I've seen every single documentary. Like his story is just top tier to me. The reason why is because he had a very, very, very specific type of person and nobody really knows why. Like, people like Ed Kemper, okay, I had a bad relationship with my mom, and so now I'm killing girls. Jeffrey Dahmer, oh, I really like guys. Some of them were black. Most of them were black, but we don't really know, uh, whatever. And there's people like BTK, okay, I'm really into bondage, and I wish I was this, but I'm doing that. It's like, okay, Ted Bundy, literally every single girl, except for a handful, literally looks like they could be sisters or like twins. And there's something behind that. It's like his brain, when people refer to him as a genius, he really was a genius during his time. Because obviously now, if he was active, he would have been caught in like two seconds. But like the way that he thought and actively killed people and got away with it, he he was like, there was some deep thinking going on there. Or actions that he didn't know where the thought was coming from, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. His story is just really fascinating to me. And the fact that he escaped like three times, two, three times is like outrageous. This man lost like 12 nah, pounds. He was to playing with through a 12 by 12 light frame, like, and then put on the cop's clothes and walked out the front door. That's insane. It's kind of cool. No, it, it's the, again, you know, y'all, y'all have already heard a couple of, uh, what a couple of like little warnings a little disclaimers but in a way serial killers you know it's like they're really outside acting 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's what it's like they're I be feeling like it's like a cult of one. It's like they have their yeah. own rules. They've decided yeah. upon it and they don't need anything else to validate it. This is how this is how they think. This is how they live and they don't care. Like, so what's interesting, care. I was actually going to say, like, do you not consider. Right. Like they might have a definition of what a serial killer is. Do you feel like there's a difference between the you recklessly murdered eight people in six days and you had a plan? Because I feel like this, the, for me, the essence of a serial killer is like. Targeting. Well, the term serial killer technically is you've killed multiple people and you're right, continuously but killing. But I think the, that what draws me into serial killing and true crime is this psychology behind that person. And like mm-hmm. it all comes full circle for me. The reason why I want to do psychological horror films is because it tests your brain and it changes the way that you think and makes you really like sit down and it's the same way with film. Everything that you do in film has to be thought out. All of it is based on psychology. Much like these people that I am interested in learning their stories, a lot of it is you trying to figure out why they do the things that they do, where is it rooting from, and so and so forth. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that you've killed a bunch of people. Like I literally just bought a book the other day about this woman. It's called The Silent Patient. I'm sure a lot of people have read it. It's pretty popular. But this woman her and her husband are both artists she comes home one day and shoots him five times in the face and then goes silent and the entire book is written from the psychotherapist perspective of trying to get her to explain why the hell did you shoot your husband five times in the face and then kill him and then try to kill yourself so for me it's like the psychology that interests me rather than the fact that the person is keeps killing people like okay you know hmm you're looking at so, me like. <laughs> well, no, because I mean that's that's why, right? Like, oh my god, my legs. We went from co- we went from cops to shows like Snapped. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's Snapped, and the, the ID channel is like amazing. You know what I mean? Like that's like the channel of channels, and that's still that's low key new in the history of TV. Like, yeah, they they came out of nowhere with these. Like I can, I mean, I've watched plenty of episodes where like, you know, a dude sitting there again. It's how calm you are in the aftermath of the doing as if what you did isn't heavy. And I think that's what it is. It's like, I don't know that they they have a different scale and weight. And I think it's that's the what lack kind of, of like, like emotion and care and empathy and heart. Because no, to be honest, sometimes like, you know, when you're super stressed out. And you're so stressed that you can't even like be stressed. You're just calm. Yeah, You don't have any emotion towards anything. You're just emotionally. Numb. So. Yes, but I want to say I don't feel them as emotionally numb, but almost in a way like very passionate about like something super malign. You yeah, I mean? it's like you're, you're I remember watching I forgot the dude's name, but he started off with what did he do? He he really liked this girl. Right. He lived with his mom. He's like 35 living with his mom. Is this a real person or a movie? No, this is real. Okay. And he liked this girl. And his mom didn't like her. And so he's like having dinner with his mom and he was telling her like, oh, I'm going to go for I'm going to go out, you know, on uh, with her tonight. Is that any other and or not dinner? I'm sorry. It was lunch and telling her like what, I, what he was doing for his dinner plans with the girl. And his mom was like, why do you keep dating that whore? And he was like, mom, don't call her a whore. Like this is how mm-hmm. he's described the person. And she was like, no, I don't like her. Like she's a whore. And he said, I just had enough. I got up. 
I walked into the garage. I grabbed my 12-gauge shotgun. I walked back in the house. I shot my mom in the face, took a shower, and then I went out when on Anna my date. met the girl. And it was just like... It's like, are what? you okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, at that point, it's like, no, there's no way you said... I'm listening heavier than you're speaking about it. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I, don't, I feel like that's when, that's when the interaction goes. It's like, you said 100. I heard... Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. They're they're not bothered. In a, Unbothered is the great word and I for am, them. I'm totally unsettled by that. Like, you don't feel... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That 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 dynamic is wild to me. I think for me it's crazy how like it's one of those things where we're all learning about how they function, how they do the crime through like after effects. You know, like we're trying to gather information after it's already done. But I think it would be interested interesting to see like what happens actually in the moment of them doing it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the one you film. No, for sure. But like, it's also like, if I'm present, I need to stop it. You know, like, that's not realistic. But, <laughs> but well, it's one of those know, things where I wish I could go back and like see, take out killing the person because that's really messed up. But like, I want to see their facial expressions, their body language, their eyes. Like, those are the things I want to like, Observe. Yeah, it's like you watch the process, but then they always the plan gets foiled right at the end. Yeah, so that yeah, the like person, the good guy I mean, always like, wins, we're but we're learning. We're still torturing somebody, so like you know, oh. we need to do like a mock. I didn't. like come in and act as if you're gonna kill this person, but don't really kill them. Like, <laughs> I was about, so you know what? In saying this, do you feel like there's like where's the line between right examining the psychology? And glorifying it. Because, like, what can you do? Like, you can't use yeah. one serial killer to learn how to catch another one better. I don't think that's yeah, real. Yeah, there's a... The issue is that a lot of serial killers, not in life, nobody thinks... People have similar thoughts, but nobody is the same as the next person beside them. So it's not something that you can really predict. There are patterns that you can see, like, oh, this child kills animals for fun and they enjoy it. Like, that's a little concerning. But it's hard because, like, for instance, when they put out the documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer, everybody was like, we're tired of people talking about this. This was real for us. These people died. It was dramatic. And everybody's trying to make, like, movies and whatnot about it. But it's also, like, how does one learn and know and become aware if not talked about? And like you said, where is the line between receiving and collecting information and glorifying which i rec i really don't know i feel like glorifying is ooh, i'm sorry y'all i feel like glorifying is one of those things where people like dress up as the person is as halloween or for halloween like that is glorifying to me but making a documentary i guess i'm biased i don't feel like that's glorifying you know you just mentioned something so I get it, right? You kind of have to there's a there's a part of knowing what type of people are out there and how some of those people move and respond that's necessary for sure. I do mm -hmm. think the you know, it's it's the it's where we are where it's like, yo, there's a whole market around like what well, it's going to be people wearing walking around with Ted Bundy masks in the next 2 weeks. Jeffrey Dahmer on a face like and but yeah. 
something those both of them have in common that I would say was another like, yo, that's twisted. Didn't both of them start with like killing animals, like you said? Like they were both on some like torture. Jeffrey Dahmer killed animals. Ted Bundy. Well, the difference is Jeffrey Dahmer like literally like. You know what you do in science class? Like he did that. No, he was doing that in the park as like a hobby. Yeah. So in messing with acids and like not the drug, but like actually taking the dissolving the animal and shit. So but Ted Bundy, he he had a habit of like living in danger. So like stealing, watching people in their houses and they didn't know that he was watching, breaking in like stuff that had to do with illegal things, but not really killing animals. Gotcha. Yeah. But Jeffrey Dahmer was on next level. He was such a red flag. I don't know how his parents didn't know what the hell was going on. And I guess maybe they didn't because his dad, like that was a a way of them bonding. But still like that's, if my kid was like, Oh, I brought this raccoon off the street. Can we cut its head open and look at its heart? Like I would be like, no, we can't. We're going to take the raccoon back to where you found it actually. Cause like what? I don't know. Maybe that's the black in me. (laughs) (laughs) I will say though, Wayne Williams. I don't know who that he is. He was, you do, have you heard of the story where there was a guy in Atlanta killing all these black boys, like young kids. No. It was this black guy. His name was Wayne. He was in Mindhunter. Pretty I must sure have his name was that Wayne. Episode. No, it was like the the whole part of, I think the second season. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you know, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm good for season one only. No, nah, yeah, Wesley doesn't go past. Uh, yeah, two is never a guarantee. Yeah, his name is Wayne Williams. I really do know these people. That's crazy. Um, I tried to find if there was a specific month, and they don't have months; they just have years. So we just know that people were killing a lot in the '70s. A lot of them were born in the month of November, September. There are also a lot of Pisces. Richard Ramirez, who I was talking about in a couple episodes ago, he's a Pisces. John Wayne Gacy is a Pisces. What are you? Not a Pisces. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're going to find some Taurus uh, serial killers out there because they exist. You know what's crazy? There are serial killers that like have to, like medical serial killers. I haven't really looked into them much. But people who like, there's this lady that kept like injecting stuff into people's IVs and killing them. That's crazy to me. No, there's people doing that, like, now still. Like I know, but it's like, that's hella messed up. Not saying that it's less or more messed up than somebody breaking into somebody's house and beating them to death. But, like, this person came to the hospital for help. And you go into the hospital expecting that you're going to get help. Yeah, she playing with my IV. You know, like, that's crazy. Like, a doctor coming in being like, oh, we're going to give you this prescription. Like, you can't even check. That's Mm. insane. I would be hella mad. I mean, you're dead, but, like, I would be hella mad in heaven, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You're not feeling that. (laughs) Like, like how we be humanizing stuff. I'm going to be mad in heaven. You know what I mean? No, you're not. You don't know. Do you You primarily know about serial killers from the U.S.? Like, are there any, like, famous, like, international? Is that a thing? Yeah. Did you know? There is, um, there's, I think Jack the Ripper, that wasn't here. 
pretty sure that was in England. You Australia have to fact check me though. I'm not sure. Why? Yeah. I just it's easier to like I think the huge thing about serial killers that interest me is the fact that like most of these people except for like BTK or like the Alex Murdow killing that's on Netflix most of this happened before we were alive so for me it's easy to like separate because it seems yeah this wasn't it wasn't something that I was experiencing right which is why I'm constantly asking people who are grandparents age like where were you when this was happening yeah because y'all was outside yeah because like you were literally like it was on the news this is FBI's most wanted like I want to for me it's not it's hard to like make it real as real as it was for them you know so no, i think like, that's why I'm this is on netflix things. for us this was on fox for you no for sure like, and it's like, like for me i i feel like i'm constantly searching to understand and feel that experience which is why i'm constantly watching documentaries even if it's about the same person and it's made by a different director like i'm watching all of them because i'm just trying to understand like how was life during that time knowing that this person was going around like killing people and you could easily just be killed by them or they were caught or they expect escaped. Like all of that stuff is just so crazy to me. I asked our, our Dama where she was when Ted Bundy um, started killing. Remember? And she, she said that she had our aunt Bo and she was not focused. She didn't know. Like she doesn't remember anything. She just yeah. had a baby and was like, I was wrapped up in a baby. I was like, For dang sure. girl, you should have been, focused like you know know. what something i don't know about are there a whole bunch of like female like serial killers like is there a gender divide most of the hospital ones be females because they're nurses i don't know Mm. obviously most of them are male i do have a serial killer encyclopedia at home but i don't have it here so i can't tell you i'm not even joking (laughs) i know that's like really bad it was a gift you've bought an encyclopedia before oh okay i was about to (laughs) (laughs) everybody's like like, oh my god we have to turn this off she's fucking crazy no um and it's not it just is one of those things where it has like all of them in there from like a all the way to z and then it it gives you like the little little facts it doesn't go like deep into their story it'll just be like okay they were born in these states they had crimes this range they're most known by this well how how about this like let's let's kind of travel to the the fiction a little bit right like serial killers for how you were saying like it wasn't really in our lifetime that we were seeing this on the news so in a lot of ways serial killers for some for a lot of people you know is based in hollywood and tv where do you think like fictional characters right like like a hannibal lecter do you feel like they've influenced do you feel like they've influenced the the reality of things yes and this goes back to when i said how film it doesn't matter what era what generation what year you're looking at it from will tell you what was going on during the time in real life and society the silence of the lambs was made 1991 there was also a bunch of other shit that came out during the time where a lot of serial killers was coming but i'm almost positive jeffrey dahmer hold up let me do a little fact check really quick Wait, you're saying Jeffrey Dahmer's connected to the movie? No, I mean, all of them are. But Hannibal Lecter, he was a cannibal. Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. 
Oh, okay. I, I don't even think I... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hello, Claudia. So, Jeffrey Dahmer... Jeffrey Dahmer died in 1994. So, his yeah, crimes came, came a couple years before that. So, in the 80s. And mm. The Silence of the Lamb came out in early 90s. Like, all of this stuff is full circle. This is gotcha, why it's, like, okay. mind-blowing to me. Like... Film, life, psychology. What about horror, today? Like, like what about Dexter? Do you show? watch that? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Dexter, but I've been told that I would like it. I think it's kind of like one of those things where you've you've already like waited too long. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Um, I don't know about mm-hmm. Dexter. I can't really tell you much about that. I want to ask you a question though, because I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts is. Um, Dexter came out 2006, but the I think during that time there was BTK, but I don't know mm. what Dexter's about. So I know he's a serial killer, but I don't know what he does or whatever. Um, I was one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is My Favorite Murderer. It's more of a comedy podcast, and they talk about different murderers and stuff. Mm. But I was just listening to another one about btk actually and a huge thing for btk was his lack of ability to separate pain and pleasure they were the same for him Hmm. which is like the reason why he got into bind torture binding and you know whatnot so he got started in the 70s too didn't he btk yeah he is kind of weird because he killed and I think he stopped for a very long time and then he started again. I don't know a lot about BTK, but he was like what they were getting into at the end of Mindhunter, like the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah, but I wanted to bring it up because like, what are your thoughts on that? On what exactly? Like pain versus versus pleasure and how one can mix it up like I don't know. So, I just feel like that's crazy. Like the thing it- that I haven't that I haven't said yet, and I feel like it just comes in on this conversation specifically, right? Is there's a connection? There's like an intimate connection between serial killing and sex. Oh, for Whether, sure. Ted Bundy you know I mean? said like, it. He said porn is the reason why I kill people. Obviously, okay. that's a grain of salt. He's crazy. <laughs> but like crowd hit hit us up on this one. I for sure know I'm correct. Hava, you are one of the only people. That no, he said that. Like you said that, like that was a SpongeBob no, he reference. Said we that. could all pull. You know, you See, know, F is for friends. Ted, no, 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 because Ted Bundy, <laughs> that is no, not. No, no. What, he said, you know, Ted Bundy said po- no. <laughs> no. I'm just saying the people who are into true crime and serial killers, which is a lot no, no, more no, no, than no, what you I think know. of, I'm just... know that Ted Bundy is one out of a lot of people that actually never confessed to, and he never really told us much, which is why mo- a lot of people were like talking to other people trying to figure out why he did what he did he wasn't like jeffrey dahmer who sat down and said yeah i did this and i did that with this person because i felt this and ed kimber said this he's not like that the only thing he gave us was that porn brainwashed him and there's a reason why he killed girls it's because of the vulgar stuff he saw on tv so he never admitted to any of his killings but said that but admitted to killing people he they say he confessed to 30 but killed well over a hundred but like if you listen to his story he doesn't he plays with you he's a very smart manipulative 
psychopath. Yeah, all these people be political. I was, gonna, but that's because yeah. they come with their own codes. But the thing codes, is, is but. like when they get to a certain point, a lot of them are honest. Like Ed Kemper mm-hmm. and Jeffrey Dahmer, Dahmer were honest. Richard Ramirez was fucking crazy. He went to the courtroom and was like, "Hail Satan!" Like, get out of here. You're boring. Yeah. Ted Bundy, they interviewed him so many times, and he would just like. So he's really an enigma and they have all this information about him and don't know nothing. Got you. Okay. Well, so I would say this. Yeah. That's where I was going with this. Y'all like sex and serial killing. They're intimately, (laughs) they're intimately connected. (laughs) And I, right. But you also see that when it comes to things like bondage and where it can go from like, yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like it's fascinating to me because most of the people that serial kill do something sexual. And it's like, how are those combined in your head? Like, how because does, that's what I'm having when you're sex doing with you, I want to kill you. Like, what? Because when I think serial killing, again, I think planned and methodical, which yeah. to me is always a crime of passion, not a crime of, like, logic. This is what I'm going to do. It's like, you know what? As a result of the passion I feel from what you did is what led me to do this. Like that's the logic, but it's really a passion thing. And like it's sex a, is going to be one of the wire more f- thing. You said what? <laughs> it's a loose wire thing. It is. But like sex, right. Is also people who have loose wires. Usually also they abuse sex too. Right. So it's something that's easy. It can be right. It's like a feeling you abuse your pleasures. Right. A lot of people who like, got issues they you know i mean if you smoke cigarettes whether it's a good economy or a bad economy you at the gas station buying cigarettes you know what i mean like it's just something that you're gonna boil it down to that so it always it always factors in in a sense of like you're you're getting a rush like it's boiling that energy it's just you don't have feelings you've transmuted it like no, because I don't. That's I, you've said it a couple times. I don't be feeling like these people aren't like, numb. You... I be feeling like that's exactly what I was meaning earlier. Like I don't think they're numb. I think they're like extremely like passionate and satisfied and like a really off way. Like you know how people no, start off to off way like... because the the on the flip end of that passion and excitement is not extreme sadness and regret and guilt. Yes, there are some circulars that say, "Oh, I feel guilty," la la la, whatever. But then they still go out and do it, like. So your passion and craziness is overwhelming the other part. It's suppressing the other part. Like, it's non-existent. Because <laughs> that don't make no sense to me. Like, What you mean? You know? Like, for me, it's like, okay, you went out, you killed this girl. And that's extreme emotion. To kill somebody is extreme emotion. There are psychopaths that have no emotion and kill, and they just go about their life. But for me, it's like, for me, it's like, how do you kill somebody and then just go about life? Like, for instance... Richard Ramirez would literally go into people's houses, torture them, slice them in the throat, leave them there, come back, kill them, go in their kitchen, eat their food, purposely throw it up, mess up their house and then leave. What? Like, go watch a movie, go read a book. Like, I don't understand, (laughs) you know, and then have no like no emotion about it. You just like fucking with people like what? I think there's. I think that is the emotion. I think the, you know how you're an athlete. Was there ever a point in time where something like those, where your like ice plunges became like, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, 
Not necessarily, but I do find pleasure in like being sore. But that's very, very, very different than I find pleasure in having sex with somebody and then strangling them and then killing them. Like, because they're things that make you. There's no way to talk about it without even like sounding weird to me. Crazy, like, yes. Because like the 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 analogies that I want to use, like they shouldn't on paper sit next to each other, but I feel no. like they actually. You're like, like I don't want to be perceived this way, but this is how I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Go okay. ahead, just be honest. It's okay. There's there's a connection I see between like sex. Mm-hmm. Planning something and the plan coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Fantasy. Sneezing. Cleaning your ear with a Q-tip. All of these things have a certain like lifting of like energy. Yeah. That I see intimately connected in the serial. You know what I mean? Like that. That's no, kind of what sure. I mean. That's, that's I get what, what I'm you're saying. saying. Yes, that is a real feeling. What I don't get is the extreme of killing. In a very vulgar Yeah, like why did why way. did you you didn't get that feeling before then? Yeah. Yeah. That. And then like to not stop and then content to continue after. Like not saying that killing somebody oh, is a, okay. You know, but it's no, like it's, if it was a oh, I was wrapped up in the moment, I was like, Okay, he was wrapped up in the moment. But then you went out and did it again and again and again and again and started planning and started figuring out a way to get away with it. Like these well, are Well, it's never that, been st- well, I don't know that it's never been said. I just be feeling that because, you know, I'd be saying I'm just original. But uh, like serial killers are addicts to me. Like yes. you're addicted. You're addicted. Yes. To, you're addicted to killing people to, and sex. I don't know <laughs> that it's killing people. See, I think killing just might it's happen addicted to, be to the fantasy part- of what is arouses you in your head. And a yes. part of the arousal arousal in the fantasy is binding people Slicing people up, seeing them suffer, seeing them beg for help. These are the things that these serial killers say in their interviews. I liked how if you choked a girl out, she was gasping for air. That makes me horny. Like, you're crazy. No, I remember there's Dean Kuntz. He has a book. And in the book, I want to say there is this guy who would like hide out and like, you know, try to find girls who were like running late at night. And then mm-hmm. he would attack them or, like, find their husbands if they had a partner. Because he wanted to see, like, if you hit the brain enough, it would ooze a purple color. And he just wanted to see that color. Like, it was like. <laughs> crazy. Like, what? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. So, no. Okay. Before we end this episode, I want to get your take on cults. Because I personally feel like cults are very boring. So. Give offense him, him a little <laughs> the, are you talking about the conversation we had before we got on air <laughs> listen y'all probably like an hour and a half ago when me and hava was talking i don't even know what i said but hava said wait let me try to think that i have that i like cult-like activities and oh i remember I was what quiet. i said but i can't talk about it on here i was quiet because like She's not wrong in the sense that I like strong community, but <laughs> that's I just a good don't. way to put it. Strong community. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I don't. I I I think that there's a right there's a misconception 
or there's a negative connotation that cult is bad. And like I was telling you, like when you're looking at the etymology, it's coming that we get the word culture for a reason. Like it is a strong like collection and binding, but yeah, I, I think it's necessary. However, I feel like, you know, the more Western American cult is just different because what bind them together be like a dislike or like but versus, you know is, what I mean, like a love or something. I don't even think it's, I think it's how pinpointed the word cult has become. When you mm-hmm. think of cult, you think of religion. You think of, oh, we're all in white and we you sit in circles and, and we're barefooted and like punch. <laughs> yeah, but you think of that. But like cult like tendencies are everywhere. There are so many cults in our society. And if you said it was a cult, people would be like, I'm not a cult. And then you start talking about the real cults that they consider cults. And you talk about how similar and traits they have on the cult that they don't think is a cult. And they're like, wait, this is a cult. I'm like, yes, it's a cult. There are so many cults. What? Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift. Like some of these well, people yeah, have. Fan bases are cults. But the thing is, is I'm talking cults. about regular shit. Like this is this is like I'm joking. I'm not being serious on this one. But like book clubs. So like listen, little shit like that. It's only because cults. you said shout out to the homie. Listen, Hava. There is this fitness brand. I think some of these fitness brands are cults. Cults, yeah. Right? So there's this fitness brand, and they're very successful in the industry. Yeah. Uh, Aloe and, Yoga, a cult. So listen, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shout. I fuck with Aloe though. Sponsor me. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say I'm not gonna say this is definitely something that hits a little close to home. But listen, these this if you work at this place, right? Work for this this fitness uh not fitness but this uh this brand in order to get in order to get promoted you have to like read certain like a certain amount of books and like write book reviews and it's like a you know what like this is i felt you know the way they post in the branding be feeling like a cult because they'd be so connected but then it's like you know what because they want you to read a certain way think a certain it's like it is i mean it's a right? cult. There, there Chick-fil-A, is one part of it that is like about development, but <laughs> he said, Chick-fil-A is nah, a cult. They, you know, the my pleasure cult, the my pleasure people. No, literally, they, <laughs> Chick-fil-A is a cult. Like people, this is what I'm saying. Like there are so many cults like, out there. It doesn't there have to be a bad it, thing, a but it's shit. definitely a cult. Yeah, it's a thing. Right now, I work for a cult. <laughs> Enterprise, rent a car. There are people who are in it and there are people who are not in the cult, but it's recognized. Like it's a. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. And the thing is, is people try to take cults as a negative way, which in, they can be very quick, a negative yeah. way. Jim Jones. But, but don't be delusional. Like if you were part of a cult, just be honest with yourself. You're a part of a cult and that's OK. Just you know don't set up. It, yeah. Just don't let it get too bad. You know, Yeah, don't go. Don't go too far. You better talk to your family before. You- yeah. Find some find something of your own. So clarity. I'll say this right? to go on the, the dark side of it right before we get out of here. I do think the deprogramming of people who have been in cults is interesting. So interesting. Maybe now we that can do I can get down t- with. But the <laughs> idea of being a part of cults and like my master said my fa- you know, I can't like yeah, but in the, the cult deprogramming, movies bore me. Yeah. Deep cult movies bore me. Serial killers that worship the devil and do it because of cult-like energy bore me. Like Richard Ramirez is just like I said, he went in people's houses and played around. Like, you know, like like the son you, of Sam people who like uh, the yeah, devil told me is like, like okay. the devil told like okay, grow some balls, 
and have your own thoughts. Like, that's how I feel. That's why the other serial killers are more interesting because they have their own thoughts and their thoughts are crazy, but they do in their own shit. Like, you killing people just because somebody whispered in your ear. Like, come on now. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, but like. No way yeah. to just say have some more substance to you. Because that's boring. But like deprogramming somebody is really interesting. Like finding out how they didn't even realize they were in a cult. And then when they realized and they got out, they're like, oh, my God. I didn't even realize I was doing this. And now I've gotten this bad. Like that I do find interesting. Switch it up. Hey, y'all, what cults have y'all been a part of? Did you <laughs> not realize you were a part of? You know what I mean? We done Let been to some know, of these colleges. Everybody's a part of a cult. We done been in some of these fraternities and sororities. We done been in some Colts, of these student thank you. unions. I literally said this to somebody the other day. We done been in some of these athletic clubs. Like, we was a part of some stuff. Yeah. That was, yeah like. Sororities and fraternities are cults, hand down. If you don't think that they are, like, I don't know what to tell you. It's not a bad thing, but those are cults. Those are, like, the most adjacent cult to the serious. The future ones. business leaders of, you know, the future farmers of America. Hey. Listen, country clubs. <laughs> cults like i'm just <laughs> anyways i don't know this this episode really made me happy i feel like we had a really good conversation and wesley and i actually haven't talked about this topic much outside of today so i feel like our conversation today was like genuine. that's because our, our mental health is on point so like if we yeah, had this conversation well, no every shit. day like <laughs> we would need some references no <laughs> but like there are certain people where i've had this conversation with because they're like how why are you so intrigued and like we've had a conversation about it but it was very small it wasn't as mm -hmm. like in-depth as this so i just feel like i don't know it was fun talking about it it was fun having you guys along i hope you guys enjoyed it and if you have any like cults or serial killers that interest you that you think i haven't heard about seriously send them to me because i i like to research this stuff and i'm gonna tell y'all to have a light day you know <laughs> create a create a powerful week don't let the don't let the, the dark nights you. you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you feel if you feel in pressure go stand in the shower like let it run off do you have any um off topic thing the last minute uh question nah it would have been my jada pinkett smith yeah no that's who you no. gotta get you got you can you there's only one couple that you can get information on the rest of your life that you don't want krishan and Blueface, Will and Jada, who you going with? I used to fuck with Jada, but she just be doing too much now. And Blue Sean, Blue Sean, I sound like you now. <gasps> this no is how much I don't care about that. them anymore. Your <laughs> Blueface heart and just Krishan are just them. like. She said Blue Sean. We're <laughs> <laughs> together, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. They're boring. I don't know. I have no answers. I'm understanding a theme. She said, oh, the serial killer, the devil, people, y'all boring. Like. Y'all are just drama now. Like, I, I see that there's still substance in your like, your uh, your trash. I like yeah. that. I like. Yes, that. of course. You can't just be liking things just to like them. Come on now. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Love you. Deuces.